0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you for joining us. I would like to thank our sponsor, Veracity Networks, and my good friend Drew Peterson. Thank you for being so good to me. also like to thank all the listeners. Thank you for being uh, a part of this each and every week. This is fantastic. And I, I want to give Paul Cardall a shout out too. He's given me permission to use his music uh, at the beginning and the ending of this podcast, and it really brings a good feeling in the room when when I hear his music, and I also like to thank all the guests that I've had on, and that's why this has taken off because of the amazing people that I've had on, and today's no different. Uh, today we are joined, joined with uh, Kimberly Giles. Thank you for joining us.
1: You're welcome. I'm honored to get to be here with you, Todd.
0: Thank you. Well, man, I got there's Kimberly is an amazing person. I've I've done a lot of research on her. I saw her on KSL. Uh, several months back and I was like man I love what she does and what she's doing to help other people a little background on her you're um, you're a sought-after executive coach you're an author and a speaker Um, you're president and founder of Clarity Point Coaching Academy which we're gonna hear more about and a popular media personality I mean again you've been on everything and what's really cool is that you were named named one of the top 20 advice gurus in the country by Good Morning America back in 2010. That's amazing in itself to be able to be in that position. Um, You're the author of the book, uh, Choosing Clarity, and I wanna know more about that as well. Popular life coach, you've created a simple system used by thousands of people all over the world. Um, You do books, podcasts, programs, you've reached over 4 million people worldwide you're like I said you're a sought after coach and you've had over 400 articles published in newspapers and magazines reaching people all over the world. I mean the list goes on and on and on. You have a very unique way of making psychology, mental and emotional and social health simple and easy and I love that. That's why I think I resonate with you cuz I'm I'm I it's got to be simple. It's
1: got to be simple or we can't use it, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So You know, and there's so much more I could say about you, and but I mean, that just paints the picture for our listeners, right? And we're so blessed to have Kim here today and for her to come share a portion of her story, but then also some really good uh, principles and guidelines for all of us to to improve our lives with. So why don't we start with, tell us where you grew up, Kim, and, and a little bit about your family life.
1: Yeah, I grew up here in Salt Lake. I'm the oldest of six kids, came from a great family, really great family. Um I I've had a pretty average life though there's been some challenges sure yeah. along the way um I've I've battled some chronic health problems my entire life that at times have been right. a really big challenge um but you know Todd when you're reading all this stuff on my <laughs> bio I sound like oh my gosh this amazing person but you know um there's part of my story that I'm I'm very ashamed of. of. Okay. And I, I don't often talk about myself, but on your show, I, I kind of want to get real with everybody that we've all got things in yeah. our life and our story that we feel shame around, that we carry and, and that have created the belief that you might not be good enough. right. And to be honest, and, and this is really important for everybody to hear, Every human being on the planet is battling a fear that they might not be good enough every day. Right. All of us. Yeah. Everybody. And I think that we, we learn it when we're small because no matter how great of a childhood you had, every five minutes someone said, no, don't do that. Don't be like that.
0: Right. Can't we hear a lot like of this? that. Right.
1: Right. And the message that comes through when we're really small is that you've got to be different than who you are to mm. be enough. Wow. Wow. And then we go to school and the first thing you learn in school is that there's kids smarter than you, more athletic, better looking, right? I mean, it's the first thing you learn that, oh my gosh, I really might not be good enough. Yeah. And junior high is the worst two years of everybody's life, right? Right. It's a
0: minefield, right? (laughs) When it comes to that
1: fear. (laughs) And I really wish as an adult, I could tell my kids that you grow out of it. Yeah. But we don't. Yeah. I think as an adult, there's even more levels now on which I can fail. I can fail at work and relationships and as a parent. Yeah. So it just, we, we're all carrying this constant fear that we might not be enough. And so I'm known all over the world as this relationship expert. Right. <laughs> and, and this is the the story that I carry that I don't like to talk about. I've actually been divorced three times.
0: And I'm currently
1: mm. single, okay. so relationships haven't gone well. And I'm a relationship expert, right. so that looks it. It's really embarrassing. It's hard. Um, I've had some very interesting experiences. I've I've had a spouse with mental illness that mm. was a, an incredible learning experience. Um, yeah. I've gone through some inf- infidelity and real heartbreak and you know, things that were out of my control, but still, it feels like a lot of failure in that area to carry. Um, And one of the things that has helped me, and I talk about this in all of my books and and articles, is we've got a subconscious belief about life. And you either see life as a test or you see life as a classroom. Now, because of this fear of not being good enough, most of us have kind of been programmed to see life as a test. We feel like our value is in question right. all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and every mistake kind of docks that value and makes us feel less than other people, right? Yeah. And so if life is a test, you know, it's, it, you're not safe. You, you can fail here. This yeah. So one of our other options is to view life as a classroom, And in a classroom, your grades are not on the line. This is learning time. Remember back in elementary school, if the teacher was teaching, this is not a test. This is learning time. You might have problems to solve. But if you get some wrong, they don't affect your grade. They just are helping you learn. And you can erase and try again and erase and try again. And we have the option of seeing life as a classroom right which kind of changes and and takes the the bite out of it a little bit of the the fear of not being good enough out of it
0: yeah it seems like when we were little we loved school i mean because for that reason, we didn't feel like, oh, gosh, you know, I missed, up, I messed up on that. Now I failed the class or this or that. No, it's like I'm learning and I'm moving forward. But unfortunately, as we get older, things start to change where we are scored and we are. And the pressure starts to mount. And well, let's and, and, and I want to obviously talk more about that. But you did mention, you, you know, you've been through some really hard times yourself. You know, there's three divorces mm-hmm. and that's tough. And some a lot of the things out of your control. But again, still going through this. Do you feel like, is that when you're coaching, did you do coaching before that and everything that you're doing now, this relationship coach, or was it after, or was it during, or Um, if you don't mind me asking? It was
1: kind of after my first divorce. Okay. I I found myself a single mom with four kids, no education, no work experience, (laughs) no clue what I was going to (laughs) do. Right. So one thing I had is I had spent, 15 years reading every psychology self-help book known to man worked on myself. Um, and so I ended up finding an opportunity to get into coaching Okay. and then going through these other hard things while you're a coach was an amazing experience because it, it helps you stay accountable to practice what you preach and use the tools that you give your clients, right? Yourself. Which has been an incredible, wonderful experience.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that. I'll I'll never forget when I started doing what I was going to do. My mentor, this was like 30 years ago, he said, and I'll never forget him, he said, he goes, oh, it's good that you're going to go do that. He goes, but the hardest thing for you, Todd, will be to practice what you preach. And I knew that. I'm like, oh, okay. But as I went along, I was like, geez am i doing these things do i need to be better and i think you know we kind of are coaching ourselves at the same time right
1: isn't that the beauty of yeah, coaching though sure. is you get more out of it <laughs> than sure. they do
0: They're, that's so much truth totally to that. true
1: so <laughs> one thing i i i've taught my clients that i think is just valuable for everybody i kept mentioning the word shame have you ever heard shame as an acronym mm-hmm. should have already mastered everything yeah that's one of my favorite yes. favorites, because if you view life as a classroom, you can't have mastered everything now. We're still in the middle of class.
0: Exactly right.
1: And we've got to just take the pressure off us and, and let ourselves be students in the classroom of life with lots more to learn, just like everybody else.
0: Right. So you find yourself, you're coaching people to start to you know believe in themselves and you know obviously cuz that's the number one thing that people are struggling with i'm not good enough how 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 do you go about doing that and at, at the same time you're going through these big huge challenges in your own life
1: yeah so talk about practicing what you preach. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, not to put you on the spot here but <laughs>
1: yeah no um i have to tell you the the most recent one really pulled the rug out from under me mm. Big time. Yeah. And and having a spouse um, cheat and, and having infidelity in your relationship really triggers that fear that you're not good enough. Yeah, At a level I just had never experienced. I thought, boy, I've experienced a lot of really hard things. But this betrayal was a, n- a new level mm. um, of having to dig in to what I teach. Wow. But I, I'd love to share with you... Some of the things that I've realized help people with their fear of not being good enough better than anything I've found in in 50 years at this.
0: Please do. Yeah, we'd love uh, yeah, we would love to hear this and because, I know our listeners will need this.
1: Well, and I know you agree with me that that this fear, this belief that I might not be good enough is the crux. It's it's the deep pain the the crux of the problem. Right. That all of us are facing. Mm-hmm.
0: You agree? Totally agree. Okay. Yeah, because I, you know, again, meeting with clients myself for 30 years, it is the number one limiting belief that people buy into.
1: Okay. Yep. So I've made some interesting observations about it that I want to share with you. Please. So you mentioned yeah. that it's a belief, and it absolutely is. We literally believe that we're not enough. And, and that's a troublesome belief. Yeah. But there's actually another belief that I call a foundational belief that lies okay. underneath it and creates the belief that you're not good enough. And I've realized it's the underlying belief that's the actual problem. Right. So you, you all, when I tell you what it is, you'll all go, oh yeah, okay, I do believe that. I hadn't really thought about it before, but it's true. So the foundational belief that's the real problem is the belief that human value can change,
0: mm. yeah. and
1: that's a simple idea. Yeah. But you and I both believe that if we could just do better, lose weight, get in shape, make more money, be more successful, we could finally feel good about ourselves because our value will have gone up. Right. But we also <laughs> believe every mistake, fall back, whatever it so takes away from fl- our value,
0: fluctuating.
1: You got it. We believe that our value can fluctuate. Now, the thing is, if you believe that, that human value can fluctuate, you also have to believe that some humans have more value than others. Mm. Because they go together.
0: Yeah, for sure. Right? They have
1: to. So you think about all of the problems we're currently having on this planet. They are all... Based in this belief that some humans have more value than others.
0: Absolutely.
1: Every problem. I
0: mean, it's like in our face right now. Right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, this is huge. This belief is not only creating all the problems on the planet, but as long as you believe that subconsciously, even if you're not, you know, thinking about it, it's playing out in your subconscious programming every day. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as you have that, no matter how hard you try to do better, to improve, to earn value, you're still going to find people out there that you will see as above you. Yeah. And you will always see yourself as not enough. So no matter how hard you try, you're still going to fail and feel like you're not good enough as long as you believe human value can change.
0: Yeah. Where does that start with most of us? Is that just, again, when we're younger, we just start kind of... It just kind of happens, right? Again, starting with, you know, can't do that, don't do that, don't touch that, stay, you know, all the no's in our lives, right? When we're younger.
1: Yeah. yeah, I remember as a little kid, I spilled my orange juice at breakfast and it just tidal waved all over my dad. And he got really mad. And and he's not a angry, abusive, bad dad. He was a, a great dad, sure. but in that moment, right. he was late for work and now he's covered with orange juice. He kind of yelled at me. Right. And I can remember as a little kid thinking, I have to literally be perfect or they're not going to love me. Mm. And these beliefs just kind of get set, you know, that there's, there's standards and that your value is at risk. Yeah. So this is kind of where we are. We're stuck with this belief that human value can change. So what I realized years ago is that that's the belief that we have got to work on changing. And it has got to be a daily practice that you you are changing the way you determine the value of all human beings. For you, every human soul has the same exact intrinsic worth. And it does not change ever. Right. There is nothing you can do that will make you better than anyone else or have more value than any other human soul. And there's nothing you can do no matter right. how many setbacks and <laughs> mistakes uh-huh. or divorces you have, you're going to have less value than any other human being. Wow. You cannot change it if you want to. Right. We all have the same. Now, this is, this is like, When you really start playing with it, you're going to realize this is epic. This changes everything. But the key is that you're going to have to give up all judgment of other people. Right. Because what you can't do (laughs) is say they're not good enough, but my value doesn't change. It doesn't work that way. It has to be the same for everybody. So you have got to let every person who drives you crazy and offends you and whose behavior you hate be good enough. You have to let them be a student in the classroom of life with lots more to learn, but with infinite, unchanging value that none of their behavior can change. And let me tell you, that's where it gets hard. (laughs) It's really hard when you have to apply it to everybody. But I, I want you to recognize something about other people. Other people in your world are serving as teachers in your classroom. Right. And the ones that you judge, the ones that drive you crazy that you can't stand, they are the most important teachers in your life. They are showing you the limits of your love because you're a very loving person right up until you get to them. Right. And then it's out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right? And that's the place where the work has got to be done. And what's really happening is you're seeing these bits of darkness in these people. and you're deciding that those bits of darkness make them less worthy of love of value right and as long as you will find any bit of darkness in any other human being making them unworthy of love you will also always see the bits of darkness in yourself as making you unworthy of Mm. love and value they wow. are tied together. Yeah. You cannot love your neighbor except for as you love yourself if you wanted to. They're they're connected. Yeah. So your biggest practice in life is to find those people that you can't stand and learn to love them. Practice. Mm-hmm. Find a way to yeah. to see them as worthy of love and value. And let me tell you, I have to work at this too. I have... We all have certain people that bother us, Sure. right? We all do. We do yeah. and, and when I'm around one of those people, I just sit there and go, okay, God, help me. Help me feel your love for them. Help me to feel what yeah. you feel about them. Help me to love them, even in their darkness and their mistakes or whatever they yeah. do. Find love for them because I will never be able to really love myself until I can.
0: Yeah, well, Until I, love I can that. love them. Wow, very well said, and I can feel your passion behind this. Oh, I, mean, I
1: know it works, yeah, Todd.
0: Yeah, so I want to get into that. I mean, I, I think what's helped helped me personally just is if I can look at someone that bothers me and say, you know what, everyone's doing the best that they can. They're doing their best. I'm doing my best, and there's people I'm sure I bug, you know, and that's helped me. But you, I mean, the way you put that and, and, and so succinctly, very well said.
1: So just add that little piece to yeah. it that they have the same value None. as me mm-hmm. and our value can't change. Right. Because by adding that piece, you're you're creating this safety.
0: Yeah.
1: That we actually can't fail. You can't be not good enough because yeah. no matter what you do, you're going to have the same value as everybody else.
0: Yeah. There's changes. literally
1: nothing at risk. Yeah. Now, in order for you to really change this, You need your children, your spouse, and the people in your life to speak this language and be on track with this with you. It needs to be the language in your house so that when somebody's in the kitchen and they drop a glass and it shatters all over the floor, the first thing someone says is, don't worry, that didn't change your value. Right. Every mistake. Um, it's been fun with my children. You know, if they come home from school with a with an A on a test, I say, "Wow, interesting learning experience. What did you learn from this?" And just remember that that A doesn't change your value or make you more valuable than any other kid right. at school. Yeah. And if they come home with an F, you know what I say? Interesting experience. <laughs> what did you learn from this? And just remember that F doesn't change your value. You mm-hmm. still have the same value as every, same exact words, right? Either way, and and it's real fun when the kids play sports. They come off the field all cocky because they won. Remind them they still have the same value as the kids on the other team, right? For sure. And when they lose, remind them that didn't change their value. We want them Just to reinforced. get this. Yeah. And a matter of fact, if you can get your kids to teach it to you, explain it to them, and say, "I want you to watch me and Every time I do something dumb and I'm beating myself up, I want you to remind me that I still have the same value. And the more it. the kids try to teach it to you, the more they get it. Right. And there's nothing more valuable you could give your kids Absolutely. than to know that their value is not on the line. Because yeah, life's a classroom. It's not a test. Yeah. You're safe.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. What would you say to someone who um is struggling with that. I mean, you're talking about the the whole here. What about the individual who right now is listening to you, your words going, "Well, I don't I don't think I'm good enough." How do you break out of that? How do you help someone who's in that mindset get out of that? What would you what would you say there? So,
1: yeah, just hearing me tell you this today isn't going to <laughs> no. magically just take the fear away. And and I have to be honest with you, You will always have it still I still do I still have Mm -hmm. shame I'm telling you about over those things in my past and and I still have moments of when when it is so deeply wired in our subconscious Mm -hmm. programming it's gonna keep showing up right but what I'm giving you is the tool to fight it the second you notice that's where you are because you do have the power in that moment to decide consciously that you have the same value as every other human being and that there is no ability to fail. Right. Your value is so infinitely unchangeable. You're not powerful enough to make yourself not good enough. You right. don't have that much power. Right. Um but but you've got a tool now to use in those moments. Um one of one of my m- most embarrassing mo- <laughs> moments um actually many years ago I did sales training. Okay. And my boss had this idea that we would hook up a, a phone on stage to the microphone and I would demonstrate how to do a cold call
0: mm. on
1: stage in front of all these people. Okay. <laughs> so, I was geared up, the phone rings, this woman answers, I started my thing and the the lady says, "Hey, hey, just stop right there you have the most annoying voice i've ever heard in my life i can't even stand listening to you hangs up and i'm sort of standing there on stage wow (laughs) and and i i made a joke about that's why they call it a cold call right right? and i kind of covered but as i walked off stage later my boss said yeah your voice you need to work on that
0: and i'm Mm.
1: i am backstage like okay, I have an annoying voice and I just made a fool of myself in front of people and the fear of not being good enough is just got me. Right?
0: Right. And then you have your boss confirm it.
1: Confirm it. But wow, I know how to get out of that. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And, and it took me a minute backstage to remember, okay, this is what you teach every day. You know, this was my classroom this was a classroom experience that showed up in my right. journey. Yeah, That's all it is. It doesn't change my worth, my value. I still have the same as every other human being.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, you have the power, you guys. In any moment that you can consciously choose to see all human beings as the same, you can. And it works. Now, the interesting thing about that story is after I sat backstage and I got myself kind of rebalanced that I was okay. This was just a classroom experience. My values set. I'm okay. You get yourself out of fear and you get your capacity to love other people back because you can't do both at the same time.
0: Mm.
1: When you're experiencing Uh. fear, you're not enough. You're not safe. Your whole focus is on you right. and your feelings of not feeling safe. Yeah, You don't have anything to give anyone else. But as soon as you realize that your value can't change, that you're fine, you get your love back. Mm. And so I was love sitting that. backstage and I started thinking, you know, you haven't had one single thought about that lady <laughs> on the other end of that phone. Um, you haven't cared and you know better. You know that it's hurt people that behave like that, that say things like that. And so I decided to call her back. And she answered. And I'm like, this is the lady with the annoying voice. Please don't hang up. I only called you back because I just wanted to know if you're okay today. And she said, I'm actually having the worst day I've ever had. And I'm really sorry that I said that. That was very rude. Wow. And I said, would you like to talk about it? and she did and i spent an hour and a half backstage oh, on the phone with that so this is right after right after really now i'm telling you the story because when we stay stuck in our fear that we're not enough we stay stuck there and we we can't show up for anyone we got nothing to give but the minute Damn. you know that you're safe that you're you're not at risk cuz your value can't change you really do get the capacity to be the real you yeah to use your love and show up for other people but love and fear are kind of they're the antithesis of each other they
0: are aren't they that is amazing and what an amazing story thanks for sharing that that is powerful i mean i'm feeling it in my heart right now thank you like that really is touching i mean uh for you to to be vulnerable because that took some vulnerability on your part to call her back even but to 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 show you that you I actually care about you. That was powerful and then obviously she opened up and you guys talked for an hour and a half. Yeah, actually I've
1: never told anybody but years later, I it's probably 10, 15 years later,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I told that story in a speech on stage in uh-huh. front of a big audience and a woman came up after and said that was me. Really? that was me that you talked to that day and, now and, she's I, and I got to hug her and it no was way it was crazy that yeah. I eventually got to meet her
0: well and that's amazing I, and what what went to my went through my mind right now is that had you not called her back and done that she wouldn't have been in that audience I don't think I really Maybe believe not. that I think because again she knew who you were at that point and she knows who's you she's gonna go listen to this this woman you <laughs> I don't know, I just yeah. I just look at the, 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 the blessings, the ripple effect of you being vulnerable. That's just anyway, I just that is a really touching story.
1: Well, I want to go back to yeah, your question please. about the individual out there that's really drowning in, in the yeah. sphere. And this is the thing I can, I can promise you because I've been doing this for 20 years with sure. people. Um, as a matter of fact, I have a client that I've been working with this last year who was in a really dark hole when when we started um he happens to uh to be gay um and had finally come out after 45 years oh wow yeah and and had been carrying the shame of not being good enough his whole life so um was really in a dark place and it has taken some work at this it, it takes a daily practice of choosing sure. to make this your, your truth that you're going to focus on. And so on my websites, I have lots of free resources, podcasts, things people can read, books, so that you can reinforce it over and over and over because that's what it will take yeah. to really change it. But I will promise you that if you will make it something that you focus on every day and especially really doing that work to get out of judgment of other people. Usually those of us that are in the darkest place with ourselves, you'll, you'll see an equal, uh, difficulty with other people. There there'll be a lot of people that you will, you will feel in judgment of.
0: Right. Yeah, that's powerful. Because
1: they're mirroring back the way you feel about yourself. Your inability to love yourself prevents you from loving them and,
0: Man, so
1: just keep working on that. Yeah. Just look at the people that are showing you the limits of your love, both for them and for yourself. Right. And and recognize that that's the practice that's to awesome. love those people.
0: That's beautiful. So what, what does your day look like then? Like, what do you do? tell us a little bit about what does your day look <laughs> a day like day
1: in my life
0: yeah like i mean obviously outside of your speaking and podcasts and books and all that stuff put that aside for a second what do you do tell us about your day
1: well i <laughs> i exercise almost every day i do some meditation every okay. day mm-hmm. i'm a big believer in meditation Great, yeah um i many years ago got to do the 10-day Vipassana meditation training. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard
0: of it, but I don't know much about it.
1: It's an incredible experience, mostly because you can't speak for 10 days.
0: Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Wow. And the
1: things you learn when you shut up for 10 days. <laughs> 10 solid days. Without speaking a word. Wow. Yeah, just in- interesting. So tell us
0: about that, though. What what were some of the takeaways for you? I mean, I want to know because that sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, I know one of the things I noticed is 90% of the things I wanted to say, but I couldn't, were things to manage other people's perception of me. Like explain what I was really? doing or beha- the way I was behaving or apologize for this or that. And, and I realized what, when you take that out and you stop trying to manage what other people think, um, you actually find your love again. You, you find that you can focus on others and not be so worried about about you.
0: Wow. Were you able to like write could you write letters? No, during you that couldn't time? write
1: or read. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't write or read or speak. Wow. Uh, yeah. It was that and you been meditated challenging. eleven hours a day for oh ten days. Oh my goodness.
0: I mean, just you doing that and saying you did it is amazing. Well, it was the (laughs) hardest
1: thing I've ever done. I uh, on day three, I was making plans to hike out and hitchhike home because (laughs) I didn't think I could do it. It was so hard.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: Um, But yeah, so so I try to make sure I have some time just for total peace, quiet during every day. I recommend that to my clients to everybody. Right, for sure.
0: Well, we mentioned in the bio uh, in your, in the beginning here that you have written a book called Choosing Clarity. Explain what that what does that title mean, first of all, and why do, you know Choosing Clarity, the simplicity, I guess. But tell us about that book and you know what yeah. that title means. So
1: the subtitle is uh, the path to fearlessness. Mm. Choosing Clarity, Kay. the path to fearlessness. Um, so I I describe clarity. Is the state when the fear is gone the fear fogs the way you see things you don't see yourself accurately when you're in fear you don't see other people accurately you respond to situations wrong because you're not really seeing even the situation accurately and so in my book I teach you what we talked about today but also how to get out of some other core programs of fear that drive you and And my clients never get why we call it clarity until after they've been working on it. And the fear has lost its power in their life. And then they realize, oh my gosh, I really can now see myself accurately and other Mm. people. And situations, I see what's happening instead of reacting with all this emotion and being offended and defensive. Oh my gosh, I just see that everybody's, reacting because they're scared. And right. it's usually not about me.
0: Right. And oh
1: my gosh, you just have clarity. So yeah, the book is on Amazon. If anybody's yeah, please. interested in it, I, I hear a lot of good things about it.
0: From no, people. I'm sure it's fantastic. And I love the clarity piece where my head goes without hearing the explanation is like just the seeing things exactly how they really are. Mm-hmm. And and I love what you said because when we're living in that fear based I guess mindset for lack of a better way of saying it, is we don't see ourselves exactly who we really are as well. So that clarity starts to come into when we start loving and seeing people and the value in others, and as you say very well, <laughs> um, that's beautiful. I love it. So
1: I have one other um, book and and program that I'd love to just yeah mention. please share um, please and you'll like the story behind it. So about four years ago, I got asked to speak at a women's economic forum in Delhi, India. Oh, wow. So I got to go <laughs> spend a month in India, really an amazing time. Yeah. But I ran into this woman from Australia in an elevator in Delhi. It, the most random thing you could have ever
0: mm-hmm.
1: imagined would have happened. But what I didn't know is the night before at midnight, she'd had someone knock on her hotel room door. And it was this little old woman from Kosovo. And this lady said, "Um, I had a reservation at the hotel, but they've double booked. And so I have nowhere to sleep. Could I sleep with you? And Nicole, the lady from Australia, is like, well, I only have one bed, but (laughs) sure. Yeah. Come on in. Sleep with me. (laughs) So. (laughs) They wake up the next morning and the little old lady offers to do a coffee reading and read her fortune in her coffee cup, basically. Oh, yeah. Uh And she tells Nicole, you're about to meet your perfect twin and you're going to move to Utah. And she's from Melbourne, Australia. And she's like, well, oh, thank you. That's really weird. (laughs) Random. Right. (laughs) And she left that experience and walked down the hall and got in the elevator and I was in there. And I said, hi, good morning. And she said, you sound American, where, where are you from? And I said, Utah. Utah. <laughs> and she said, I think we need to talk. Well, six weeks later, she moved to Utah. No way. And um, she became an employee of my company, and we together um, realized that some research that she had done and my program fit together perfectly. Perfectly, yeah. And what ended up coming from it was a program we call the 12 Shapes. And okay. I don't know if you come across it at all.
0: I have not, okay. sorry.
1: So what, it looks like a personality test or a personality quiz kind of thing, but yeah. what's interesting is it's not based on personality at all. It's unlike any people science you've ever seen. And so on my website 12shapes.com, there's a quiz you can take to find your shape. Mm. but what your shape is actually based on is what you fear most at the subconscious level and what you value most. And what you value and what you fear are actually the drivers of your behavior. If you want to look at addiction or, or any kind of your relationships, how you're behaving in all these areas of your life, they are all absolutely tied to what you value most and what you fear most. Wow. So find your shape. It's free. You can take the quiz. Um, You can read and learn all about yourself. And it has done so much for me when it comes to my fears of not being good enough to find my shape. Okay. Because I have always, I'll go into a room and I'll see these amazing women that are good at this or beautiful or fashionable, or they've got this talent or that talent. And I think, oh, I don't have any of those things. (laughs) But when I found my shape, I realized, oh, my gosh, that this is who I am. And I don't have to be all those other things.
0: Yeah,
1: They're different shapes. They're not right. they're not like me. And I've got this magic that is an I'm an arrow in the 12 shapes. But I've okay. got this arrow magic. That's my thing to rock.
0: Yeah, <laughs> And I it
1: it's let me stop expecting myself to be like other people.
0: Yeah.
1: And really just let me own me. Right. And even more powerful, you want to get your friends and family members to take the quiz. Because on the app, you can learn how to get along. You can download okay. free worksheets that will tell you if your spouse is this shape and you're this shape. Here's all the tricks to making the relationship making work. work. Okay. And all of that's Love free it. on that website. Okay.
0: And it's 12shapes.com? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, Wow. Um, that sounds very interesting. I mean, I've seen, I've saw it on your stuff, but I didn't know what it was exactly. So thanks for clarifying that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's um, really fun. well, I know you're, you're obviously a very busy woman. You're doing a lot of things. What, what are you currently working on? Like, is there something that you could share with us that like, here's the next thing I'm going to be doing or?
1: Um, so Clarity Point Coaching Academy, we we specialize in certifying people who want to be a life coach okay. and help other people. Okay. Um, we do it a little different than most life coach training because we have an actual program that we teach you to facilitate with clients. So we teach you not just how to coach, but exactly what to coach. And this time-tested, proven program that we've been using is just incredible. Because nice. it, it deals with the, the fears at the subconscious level and helping you change those. Sure. We've got some incredible tools that make it easy to change. And and I just want to mention, yeah. um, we promise that if you're interested in getting coaching to work on your fear of not being good enough and your other subconscious programs, I will find you a coach that you can afford, no matter your budget, no matter... If you even have a budget, <laughs> we'll find you we'll a coach who will out. work yeah. with you. I love it. Um, but but I do training and, and certification. And starting in January, we're going to have a new class starting um, in, in the Clarity Point program. We're okay. also going to have a 12 Shapes coaching training program for coaches that want to use the 12 Shapes in their practice. Okay, Right on. So those are some awesome. of the things we're working on.
0: Sounds so cool, man. I want to people to definitely check that out. And we'll we'll get to that in just a minute here where the people can reach out to you. If there's someone listening to this right now, and you've already shared some amazing stuff already. Again, if you could give someone who's listening right now a challenge who's struggling, just in this moment, they're like maybe in this dark moment, what could you tell them right now that could maybe help them break out of that? What, what challenge could you give them to kind of break out of where they're at currently?
1: Something they could do right now.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I think one of the most interesting exercises to do if you're really in the dark at this moment is, is to sit down and do shadow journaling or or dark Mm -hmm. side journaling. Mm -hmm. So you've got all these thoughts that you're, you're ruminating on Mm -hmm. in this place and they have a lot of power when they are only in your head. They seem more real. Right. Right. Yeah. And and I want you to sit down and get them all out on paper and especially notice the ones that sound like beliefs mm. that uh, yeah. the I am this, my life is this, people are like this, you know, the, these beliefs, um, because when you get them all out and go and let yourself go really dark, <laughs> I mean, that's, it's shadow side. It
0: yeah. just, sure
1: the very worst stuff that comes into your head i want you to put it all on paper um because once you get it out on paper and you have to look at each piece individually they don't have as much power we can see how false they might be we can also see that a belief it's not a fact these beliefs are right, ideas right. that your subconscious mind's throwing out they're they're not real they're not facts they're not truth they're beliefs and if they're beliefs you can change them yeah and so maybe take some time to rewrite each one of them that sounds like a belief to something that would be better for you to believe right so I choose instead of believing that I might not be good enough I choose (laughs) to believe that all humans have the same value and we can't have less
0: right right that's a
1: better belief for sure now can I prove either one is true no, no it's all belief yeah. there is no ultimate source <laughs> that we can go to that tells us how the value of human beings is determined exactly. <laughs> right it's it's all belief so y- you can rewrite them and you and and change how you feel but that's something you could sit down and do right now
0: right i love it that is great advice um because i know like i was telling before before we even got on air that you know there's a lot of people that listen to this who are in tough spots so thank you for that advice. I think that's fantastic. And everything you've shared today is fantastic. I love it. I'm just like Good. eating it up. Thank you so much. Um, if someone wanted to reach out to you and they want to get to know you better, find out, you know, learn more about your courses, your coaching, you know, and maybe even ask you a question, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Yeah, they could drop me an email at coachkimgiles at gmail.com. They can okay. call my office you'll you'll get my assistant tiffany who is the most loving most amazing human on the planet and her job is to take care of every person that calls and find you a coach find you help what whatever help you need right um she is waiting by the phone to do that for anybody that yeah that needs help and she can set you up time to talk to me
0: right and then what was your website again
1: claritypointcoaching.com is okay. one and 12shapes.com
0: As well. is the okay. other. Great. Wow. Well, I, I encourage our listeners right now, please reach out to Coach Kim and uh, get, get lined up. If, if anything, just go see what she's got to offer. And, you know, obviously everyone can relate with your message today. Every single one of us. Like you said, we all struggle on some level that we're just not good enough and that we think our value fluctuates up and down. And that was so well put and so well said today. And I'm so glad that you made it clear that that is a lie. That is so beautifully said. And I do, I challenge my listeners to reach out to you. And then your book, uh, Choosing Clarity, is on Amazon. Amazon. They can check it out there as well. And, and
1: they can follow my column on ksl.com every Monday morning. Yeah, There's a Coach Kim Yep. Call them on KSL.
0: Awesome, please do. And and that's where I f- first originally saw you and and when I saw what you were doing, I mean, you and I are speaking the same language. We might say it a little different, but we're we're saying the same thing. And I just I want you to know I'm really impressed with how you carry yourself and I can feel oh, your passion. Thanks, Todd. I mean, I mean just sitting here with you <laughs> This is, I get a little excited. I know, it. but I love that. Cause I, I'm blessed because I get to sit right in front of you and feel this passion, but I know the listeners, were going to feel it as well. So thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Thanks today. Thanks for
1: having me. This was really fun.
0: You betcha. Thank you. Well, listeners, there you go. I told you another amazing belief cast today. And, uh, with, uh, coach Kim, uh, she's amazing. Please reach out to her, check out all her stuff. Um, Reach out to her if you have a question. You can also reach out to me, and I'll pass it along to her, for you know whatever way. But I want you to know that I love you guys, and if you are struggling, we are here for you to make you know anything we can to make it better for you. But we do believe in you, and there is nothing wrong with you. And we are good enough. You're good enough. Your value is the same as everybody else. You know, either we're all special, or there's no one's, no one special. Right? <laughs> so Kim, thank you so much. That was amazing. Thank you.